Hi everyone, I'm Divya and this is Uplift, a show where we meet everyday women being everyday phenomenal. Today, I am so excited to have my vivacious friend Jan with me, who we're going to talk to and get to know everything about her, almost everything. Hi Jan. Hi there. How's it going? Uh, it's going fabulous. Okay, well, let's, let's jump right into it. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, and I'll t- I tend to be a little verbose, so I will try to keep it short and sweet. Um, so I am living my best life. Um, I am bi-coastal. A lot of people say, you're what? Uh, I live part-time in Sonoma in the wine country in California mm-hmm. and part-time in D.C. And I actually, a year ago, I quit my very long, successful job at Cisco, high-tech sales, and I'm in my gap year. So I am trying to figure out what's next for Jan, um, lots of different opportunities. But to kind of go back to the beginning of how I got here, um, I, about, oh gosh, maybe 10 years ago, I started feeling like I was really in a rut. I was too complacent. And I wanted to do something completely different, kind of scary. So I talked to my manager and I said, well, we're remote anyway. Can I work anywhere I want? And she said, absolutely. So I started researching and four years ago, I, without knowing a soul, I'd only been to DC once in my life. I got a room on Craigslist and I moved out here on January 7th. It was four years ago. It was mm, maybe 14 degrees. I immediately thought, what did I get myself into? <laughs> and uh, I, I, I then started um, living in this little room on the fourth floor of a brownstone. Again, not knowing anyone. And if anyone knows me, I love people. Mm-hmm. So it was around Super Bowl where I said, I need a party. So I started going to meetups and my friends had you know, recommended them. And the first couple meetups were a disaster. Uh, No one wanted to talk to me. Everyone came in little clicks. Then um, I started going to a couple that were maybe a little more age appropriate. I had some things in common with them, like wine, like food. And I started meeting people and gathering their uh, contact information. And then I went to a craft cocktail meetup and met a lot of my friends that are my closest friends today. So by May of that year, I had more friends than I ever had in California, and I'm a native Californian. Uh-huh. So, so I have had just an amazing first year. And by the way, my husband, when I told him about this, he actually, I have to say, I'm very lucky. He said, Jan, this is your journey. I support you, but I'm not going. So it was me by myself, and I did it for a year. And I came back and I said, wow, this was one of the most incredible years. And I will tell you, yeah. it wasn't with, uh, without some challenges. Um, about one month into it, again, where I didn't know anyone, I dislocated my shoulder. I didn't know anyone to take me to the hospital. I had to call an Uber. And I walked in and I, for three days, had to live in my same clothes. I couldn't change out of my clothes. So I came close to saying, great first month, but I'm going back. So 
so You're yeah, very so, resilient. Yes, so resilient. Yes, well, you know, I have a few tears, and um, so so that 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 really taught me at the end of this year of of that year when I moved back, and I realized going looking back in my life that the most rewarding times were when I just jumped in, I took that risk because I didn't know if I was going to fail or not. That there were, there were, I could have easily gone for a year, maybe made one or two friends and said, oh, okay. Instead, it was one of the best years of my life. Can I ask a couple of follow-up questions? Yes. Thank you. So um, what is it, what was going to be your measure of success? Great question. Um, I honestly didn't have a measure of success per se. I will tell you, I don't like being in my comfort zone. And and I actually have a t-shirt saying my my comfort zone is no place to be. And I felt like I was way too comfortable and I needed to change it up and I needed to do something completely different and new. I'd never lived in the East Coast, had been to DC once in my life. And I just said, I want to do it. I want to see meeting friends actually was a byproduct. It wasn't my goal. My goal was just to see if I could do it and thrive. Is that like your personality where you have, you always set a goal for yourself and you achieve it. What happens if you have obstacles on the way? How do you handle those? So when I first um, started my career, I actually had a degree in accounting. And after a year, I realized all those salespeople are having the fun times. Accounting, it's kind of boring. And so I applied for and got a sales job with no background, no sales training. This is a long time ago where they really didn't have sales um, training programs. And because I was an accountant, they gave me Bank of America and Wells Fargo as my accounts, huge accounts. I would come home every night crying for six months. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I'd made the worst decision of my life. And after that six months, I started realizing I actually kind of know what I'm doing. And then after a year, I really, you know, said, wow, I really get this. And it's actually much more me than accounting. So Yes, it was a failure for a while. I, I really thought that I had made the stupidest decision ever. Yeah. But I guess resilience, just sticking to it and just going, I'm going to give myself six months. I'm going to give myself another two months. Yeah. And then I got over to the other side. And that was actually another huge turning point in my life where I looked back and said, wow, I, I, I grew a lot as a person, as a professional. And my self-esteem really skyrocketed. How do you conquer your fears? What do you say to you that, okay, it's okay for you to kind of go ahead and take that risk? So um, I I would say a couple things, and I've learned this, you know, trial by fire. One is really surround yourself by very positive, supportive people. There are going to be a lot of people who are telling you, Oh, that's a stupid decision. Oh, you can't do that. And just don't have them if you can, either don't have them in your life or at least separate them sure. because there's going to be a lot of supportive people. And and that's really um, is the the win beneath your sales yeah. is um, those those supportive people like this, which is why I love your uplift. Yeah. Um, you know, 
people supporting people, women supporting women. Yeah. Um, so that's number one is surrounding yourself. Number two, um, take it a little bite. You know, if it, I tend to jump in the deep end and, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, sure. you don't have to change a career. But even when I start finding myself too complacent, I try to do something in baby steps and, and, and try something just a little bit and give yourself a goal. When you're going to make a choice, make sure that you have those butterflies in your stomach. Make sure that, that it's a little scary because that's what makes life really, really rock. Because if you just go along a little bit sleepy and complacent, Sure, you'll be happy maybe in a year or two, but actually stretching yourself and then doing it and and having success and then going back, it's there's no feeling like it. So those are my three pieces that I've learned. They're very inspirational. So if there are other women out there who are thinking about taking these risks and not are not getting that support, how what advice would you give to them? Oh, great question. Um, in fact, when I decided to move to DC, about half my friends actually thought I was crazy. You know, why? Why, why would you do that? And I really feel it's important to know who your supporters are and the ones that are what I call yours or the negative. Yeah. Um, put them aside. Maybe they're good for some, you know, going to the movies or some other, but but know your support group and you know, it probably will be small, but but some of your friends or relatives are going to say, wow, I'm in your corner. I am supporting you. And, and, and you need that because it's not going to be always easy. And you need to have that, that, um, that group that you can call on to cry on. And they're not going to say, oh, we'll give up. We knew it wouldn't work. You need that person to go, come on, you can do it. So um, very important to have that that group of um, very very huge supporters. Um, what does upliftment mean to you? So um, as we just talked about this this supportive group, and I actually came up, you know, a long time ago when I was the only woman in the room, and I a lot of times in sales, uh, high tech sales, and I was given a notepad and I was the note taker because I was a woman. I was the one to get the coffee. I, so we've come a long way. I, I, I'm so, you know, I look at my daughter and all her opportunities is wonderful, but we still have more to go. And that's why I love women helping women. Um, and, you know, I've seen it in my companies, but I've also seen some women who are threatened by other women in some of my prior uh, companies. And so I think we have to, again, surround ourselves by the positive, the, the ones that, that your success is my success and vice versa. So, um, so I love what you're doing. And my uh, first time meeting you was at a brunch. And you, um, you that's what you did for me, right? Because I was kind of a year into DC, but I was really not doing a lot. Um, and that was probably my second meetup, maybe second or third meetup. Um, and then I met you and you immediately just like included me and invited me to the march that you were going to and we exchanged numbers. That was your goal, right? To, you know, get to know meet people. But on the other side, the impact that you left on me because you felt you make made me feel included. And that was that was that that's what you did for me. 
and you know exactly what upliftment meant to me at that point in time and what it means to me now. Wow, thank you. I actually got a little chills. Thank you. I remember that brunch. And I met, I met other of, of our friends at that brunch as well. And, and we're going to do something new today. We're going to try a rapid fire series with Jan, because I think Jan will be the perfect one to start with. Describe yourself in three words. Bubbly, optimistic, and vivacious. What is the one thing people misunderstand about you? That I'm not all fluffy and, and bubbles and blonde, that I actually am very analytical, hence my, my accounting background. Excellent. What makes you feel accomplished? Achieving a goal. And I know that I said I went to D.C. and didn't really have a goal, <laughs> but ultimately I am very goal oriented. That's why I was in sales and I made my goal every year. Mm -hmm. So I, I do love to not only achieve it, but overachieve it. What do you want to learn next? What Jan 3.0 is. So what is your biggest fear then? Complacency. And a random fun fact that I don't know. Okay. I started out my career as an accountant on the catch-up desk at Del Monte. Really? <laughs> yes. Ask me, ask me anything about catch-up. And how many grams of sugar are in ketchup? <laughs> I am not even going to go there. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you. I Thank you, it. everyone, for watching and listening and loving. Please share, like, and subscribe to this video and my channel. And we will see you all next time. Bye.